Hey everyone, welcome back to Stars and Opinion, the Christian Perspective. I am your host, Star. If you are new here, welcome to my podcast. If you are a returning user, hello there, welcome back. If you are a new user and you have not subscribed to my page, go ahead and click the subscribe and like button. If you have already done that, thank you. So let's get into it. I have a few topics that I want to just kind of chit chat about, right? Um, nothing really, I would say nothing really shocking, at least to me, what happened, but I want to talk about President Biden. He has declared America as a nation of pride. And so let's discuss that. And let's also discuss the pastor. I think his name is Reverend Bruce McLeod. He is the pastor of the church that burned down in Massachusetts. So let's go ahead and discuss that as well. And then I want to talk about living in obedience and what that looks like. Then I want to talk about Damson Idris, about him calling on the devil. And then I want to talk about Wymena Bynum, who is, in my opinion, a false prophet. And then... I want to talk about pride, and I'm going to base that off of Daniel's three, Daniel chapter three. I'm going to tie that in. And then last but not least, I want to let you all know that I am in the process of writing a book. God has told me to write, write a book, so I am in the process of doing that, so stay tuned for that. All right, Whew, that was a lot, so let's go ahead and get into it. I want to go ahead and apologize because my neighbor, he is in the backyard cutting his grass. I closed my window, but if you hear it, it's just his lawnmower going off. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into it. Let's talk about this pastor, Reverend Bruce McLeod. Now, I saw the video. I was watching um, Truth Unveiling Ministries. If you don't know who that is, go to Facebook. He has a lot of good videos of just talking about the truth or biblical truth of the day and age that we are living in. But needless to say, I was looking at his page and I saw the video of this pastor, which is Reverend Bruce McLeod. And it seems as if that his hair was frazzled. He looked like maybe he didn't you know, wash his face or he just rolled out of bed. I don't know. But he um, was in the pulpit. He had on a, a scarf that was like multicolor that gave the illusion of a rainbow. And he was like, just pretty much just blaspheming the Bible. He was saying that the Bible is full of contradictions, that who knows if God really exists. The Bible was written by so many people, so it can't really be trusted. And keep in mind, this church that he is the pastor of is like a famous church from my research. Um, I think the church is maybe like 160 years old. So it is a famous church, so no, no doubt that there are a lot of people who attend this church, right? So he got up there blaspheming God and blaspheming the Bible. 
I hope he didn't blaspheme the Holy Spirit because we know what the Bible says about that. But he was just blaspheming the word of God and he went off on a tangent. And then after he said his little spill, he went to, he went on to pray and he called God mother God or something like that. Some nonsense like that. So he went on and he did his message. Okay, so I believe that he did that message last year in June, right? He did that message last year in June, but I think it started to make its rounds the its rounds around the internet <laughs> um, this year. So this year in June, June second, that is when the church burned down to smithereens. God was like, nope, we're not doing that. I will not be mocked because I said that in the Bible that I will not be mocked. So therefore I'm going to burn down this church to let them know not to play with my name, right? <laughs> so he burned down, God has burned down this church. He has, the, from the reports, it was lightning that struck the church and it burned down. Firefighters went out, you know, trying to, put the fire out, but they had to kind of back away because the fire or the flame, the blaze was so hot that they couldn't, it would, they couldn't put the fire out. It would have been a danger to them. So they, they had to try to, they had to back up a little bit and it just fell down to, it just fell down. Like God was like, no, if you try to put this fire out, you're going to die. So that's pretty much what I interpreted so the firefighters had to back back and you know let the fire do its business and then when you know god's anger kind of lifted up with just a little bit you know the firefighters were able to put out this fire that burned this church down now i say that to say this we have to be so careful how we talk about the name of god our god our God, the God of the Bible, Jesus Christ, his son that he sent to die in the place of our sins and rose again on the third day. Our God, our Jesus, the God of the Bible, he is a powerful God. He is also compassionate. He is also filled with love, but he would not be mocked. We would not play with his name. Like you're not going to play with his name and keep playing with his name and he does nothing about it, right? So I want to tie that into what President Biden has said for the United States, President Biden of the United States. He has said that America is a nation of pride. And when he said that, I cringed so hard because I'm like, no, no, no. The Bible says that God opposes the proud but give grace to the humble. And before he said that, I have to say this. Before he said that, maybe a week before, I heard God clearly say to me, the prideful will fall. I think that was about, I want to say June 1st. Yeah, it might have been June 1st. I have to go back because I did a live um, with the ministry that I am a part of. It's called Beauty for Ashes. And we go live on Facebook Mondays and Fridays. And we give a word and we pray. 
And during that word and during that prayer, we were talking, I forget exactly the topic, but we were talking and I heard the Lord say, the prideful will fall. And I said it in that live and then I wrote it down. I'll leave the link for you guys so you guys can watch it. But I left the link. Um, I'll leave the link in, in the description. But I heard God say, the prideful will fall. Now, I heard him say that fast forward a week later, this video of this pastor, Reverend Bruce McLeoy, I hope I'm pronouncing it right. He's, um, this clip of the video is going viral. Then the church burns down on June 2nd. And then later on, uh, we see President Biden says or declares that America is a nation of pride. So with that being said, with all this evidence in front of us, and God told me that the prideful will fall, I'm like, Lord, us as believers, believers of Jesus Christ, right? Because you have some people who say they are believers, but like a believer in what? Believers in Jesus Christ, we have to be repentful, sorrowful, and plead for our nation, whether you are in America or whether you are in another nation, another country, and they have decided to celebrate things that go against God and are prideful are proud of these things that go against him. We need to get on our face, as the Bible say, humble ourselves, turn from our ways, seek his face, and then when we do all of these things, he will hear our prayers and heal our way. And so I believe that it is time for believers of Jesus Christ to do what that scripture says. I believe, let me see, I'm going to find out where um, the scripture is. You know, if my people, right, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves with pray, that is... Second Chronicles chapter seven, verse 14. So we need to pray that prayer, that scripture, and we need to actually do what the scripture is telling us to do. So God will not um, destroy our land and he will heal our land. And then even if he decides to destroy our land or punish our land, that we pray that God protects the people who are have total allegiance to him, who are called by his name. We pray that God protects us. We pray that God would treat us like he did Lot and his family by shielding us from the destruction or how he did Noah and his family by saving us from the destruction because these people are out of pocket. These people are just out of pocket with that. So I want to talk about Damson Idris. Now, Damson Idris is an amazing actor, right? Um, he has acted in a few things, but more famously, he has acted in the, the show called Snowfall. And he is the main character in this series. And he said he had to do a scene and the scene was crazy and he couldn't get the words right. He couldn't get 
He just couldn't get it right. So he said he had to go into a corner and he had to call. He This is his words, that he had to. He, he didn't have to, but he, in his mind, think that he had to call on the devil because he was doing or acting out something that was devilish. So he said he had called on the devil and um, he was able to get the part right. But then he had night terrors for months and he said that, he had to call his mom to get him back to get get his mind right or whatever. Now, in that when he says he had to call his mom, I don't know if his mom is a believer of Jesus Christ. I don't know what faith or ideology or religion his mom practiced. But let me tell you this, that the only thing that the devil tremble at is the presence and the name and the word of Jesus Christ. So hopefully his mother is a Bible believing Christian and she prayed for her son and God honored her prayer. And, you know, he was able to get those demons that was tormenting him in his sleep at night away from him. But if not, and if they did something else, those demons are only doormat in his soul or in his heart and they will come back to torment him even more so we must be careful what we allow ourselves to indulge in or be careful what we run to just to get a a moment of quick gratification it reminds me of the story of esau right he sold his birthright because he was hungry and he just wanted some soup or he just wanted some food. And then after he ate the food, he was like, oh man, I shouldn't have never done that. Go, no, give me back my birthright. But he had already given up his birthright. And for what? So we don't want to give up our soul, give up our hearts for a moment of gratification that will ultimately leave us down and out. We don't want to do that. We want to go to God for any and everything. So I found that like, oh, gut-wrenching because I'm like, why did you have to call on the devil? You know, you could have practiced a little bit more. Like, why did you have to do that? Um, That brings me to my next topic. My next topic is mainly just about false prophets in general. False prophets in general just pretty much want you to pay them money, wants you to hang on to them or hang on to their every word as if they are God themselves or as if you cannot go to God and hear a word from God. I want to speak about that. And I'm going to use this person as an example because there is a video of this woman being a false prophet right? Her name is Juanita Bynum. Now, years ago, years, years, years ago, I will say like, I was probably like eight years old, maybe nine. And she was out on, Juanita Bynum was um, out in, at the time, at least from my recollect, recollection, that she was a true prophet of God. She was a woman of God and she had this powerful testimony. But now as of today, Right now, today, we're talking about today, 2023, I believe that she has allowed herself to come into seducing spirits, that she has dabbled in the occult, or she has just turned away from who God has called her to be, and now she is 
telling people that God is telling her to tell down to pay her. There was a video clip that she was saying that she heard God say that it was 10 people or 20 people. I'm not sure of the number, but 10 or 20 people in there that what that um he told them to sow a seed of a thousand dollars so i'm just gonna go with 10 people no i think it was 20 people i'm just gonna go with 10 people if 10 people sow a seed of a thousand dollars right that's what ten thousand dollars right there tax-free money um pretty much because she's a ministry right that is deceptive that is not what God has called you to do. The gospel is free. Now, keep in mind when God impressed upon people's hearts who give to ministries so they can further the work of Jesus Christ, that is different. But when a pastor or a prophet is telling you to, I know God told me to tell you to give, be very careful that you are not following a false prophet. Yes, ministries need resources to be able to spread the work or spread the, the word that God has commanded them to spread. But God, if God has called them to it, he will make provisions for it, right? Or if you were going to, like a, a ministry that is asking for donations to help further the cause, they're going to say, give whatever God is leading you to give. Now, that's fair because, you know, the person next to me might have $200 to give and the person next to me might have only $10 to give. But you give according to what God is leading you to give and then let God handle the rest. But to specifically say God told you 10 people in here can give $1,000, I think that is deceptive. I think that is, um, I think that is, the word is just deceptive. I think that's just very deceptive. And then she was saying that God told them your blessing is tied to this $1,000. Now, I want to... <laughs> Um, tell a story because it just came to mind that it was my best friend and I, we were braiding each other's hair. This was probably about three to four years ago, but it was late at night. So we were watching TV. We was watch. we were watching BET. And then, so, you know, at night BET, I don't know if it still does, but at night BET plays like all the gospel or ministry channels and every channel it was saying like, oh, sow a seed of $1,000, sow a seed of $500, sow a seed of this. And then it was just one ministry. I can't, don't even know what it was, but it was just one ministry that says, um, if you sowed the seed of $999.99, I kid you guys not. Sow the seed of $900.99 and God is going to bless you. Watch and see miracles come through. So my best friend and I, we looked at each other and fell out laughing like, what is going on? And then they then they had the audacity to say, don't worry if you can't pay the full price of $999. 
we have payment plans. I was like, oh no. So we kind of made a joke like, okay, well, if I want God to bless me, but I don't have the thousand dollars to give, but I'm going to set up a payment plan to give a thousand dollars so God can go ahead and bless me. Like that is deceptive. That is wickedness. And I am very upset and also sad that first of all these people are being deceived because they really are looking for a blessing and then i'm upset because they are wolves and sheep clothing and they are they are defaming the name of god but god says that if they don't repent that he will he will deal with them and then you know i was talking to god about it like why why do people do this or why do they do, you know, why are people so easily gullible and they are deceived? And he did say this one thing to me. He says that most people who are giving their money to these ministries that says that, oh, give this amount for God to bless you or whatever, they are trying to go about it the wrong way or trying to shortcut to the blessings of God. Remember, the Bible speaks about it is the thief that comes um, through the back door, but the door is Jesus Christ himself. So when he gave me that, when he gave me that scripture, it is the thief that goes, um, go, that tries to go through the back door. He says that these people who give the money know that they're trying to get a blessing from God, but get a blessing from God without actually doing the work. Doing the work is to live in obedience, to repent of your sins and to draw closer to God. That is the door through Jesus Christ, right? So through Jesus Christ, we want to live in obedience. We want to live by the word of God and we want to seek the kingdom of God first. This is how we get the blessings of God. But these people don't want to do that. So they rather believe a lie to say that if I sold this amount of money to this ministry or into this minister this minister said that i would get a blessing from god so let me just go ahead and sell my money to this minister hoping that i get a blessing from god and i was like wow like i was just like astounded because it's like they're trying to go through the back door without going through the front door or the door of jesus christ so that's what god revealed to me so I want to speak about the last thing that was on my topic list is pride. And I want to base that off of Daniel's chap Daniel chapter 3. I did a whole YouTube video on Daniel chapter 3. Um, it was a Bible study or a biblical principle video saying that you don't need to defend yourself. But I also want to kind of shift from that perspective and shift to the perspective of pride so we all know king nebuchadnezzar he was a very prideful king he built this big golden image and wanted everybody to bow down and worship this image bow down and worship this image right that's what he wanted people to do and he didn't care who you served what language you spoke what nation you was from he didn't care who you were. When you heard the sound, he wanted you to bow down, the sound of the instrument, he wanted you to bow down to this golden image. But the three Hebrew boys was like, nah, we ain't doing that. And so it made me think of the month that we're in right now. We are in the month of pride as the nation has declared it to be. The month of June is the month of pride. And 
how the church has bowed down to the culture of the world by saying that we, some of them, not all of them, but some of these churches have bowed down to the golden image or into bow down to the bow down to the culture saying that you know we accept the ideology of the world and we are going to allow pride they're going to allow this particular community come in and infiltrate our church and in our doctrines to make them comfortable in their sin. So where is the church that are like the three Hebrew boys that says, oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we don't have to defend ourselves to you, but we want it, we want to make it clear to you that we would never bow down and serve your gods or worship your idols for our God can deliver us. But even if he doesn't, we want to make it clear to you that we're not bowing down. Where is the church of Jesus Christ that says we would not bow down to the agenda, to the golden image of pride in this time and hour that we are living in? Where is the church like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Where are the churches that have that spirit that says that I'm not, first of all, I don't need to explain myself. Second of all, I would never bow down and worship your prideful God or worship your ideology. And if you want to come against me, so be it. If God can deliver me, but even if he don't, I just want to make it clear to you that I would never bow down and worship or come in agreement with anything that goes against the Bible. Like, where is that church? I think God is looking for that church. I think God is building up people like that in his church, that he's calling his remnant. He's calling people who will have that spirit of Shirak, Meshach, and Abednego to stand up in the face of death, in the face of scrutiny, in the face of backlash or in the face of scoffers to say, I don't care what you guys have to say. I am going to do what God tells me to do. And that's what I wanted to base this chapter in Daniel, Daniel chapter three, go ahead and read it for yourselves. But this chapter, and I wanted to relate it to how our nation is a nation that has accepted the allegiance of pride, something that God opposes. Like where is the church in these nations that will say, I will not bow down to the golden image, whatever that golden image is. So just go ahead and think about that and decide who it, whose side are you on? Who's on the Lord's side? So that's pretty much it. I want to just quickly say that I am writing my book. I'm going to put that reminder again. I will let you all know when my book is finished and when it will be available. But just look out for that. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And let me know in the comments what you think about this video. And don't forget to share this video or this podcast with somebody that you know. Okay, share it to at least five people. All right, I will talk to you guys later. Bye.